welcome out to Third World Linux, episode 80-something in the early 80s. Not, <laughs> not, not, not new wave, early 80s. No, we're not. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to break into song. No, Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, North Korea. <laughs> was that in the 80s? That was in the 80s, right? Yeah, we didn't start 80s, the fire. But, I guess. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm Joe. Pointing up to third. Yeah, and my name is A.G. <laughs> And welcome to Third World Linux. <laughs> because welcome, our Linux lives in the Third World and all yeah. that jazzy stuff. But for this episode, we are going be to talking be about... Socrates. Well, no, for this episode, we're going to start things off with the Second World. <laughs> <laughs> what about because the Second the... World? Well, because if I remember correctly... Um, like during the during the Cold War, there was the U.S. and Europe, which was the first world. Then you had the communist bloc, which was the second world, and then there was everybody else, and that was the third world. Hi, hello from the Philippines. Um, and <laughs> earlier this morning, while I was having my coffee, it dawned upon me that, like more or less, what's left of the second world uses Linux because mm-hmm. of um, Russia's. Uh, what was it? Russia's proclamation, shall we say, that there is to be no Windows 10 on government computers. And if, if I, if I understand correctly, that doesn't only mean government agencies, but say like government owned and controlled corporations and that sort of thing. So it's, it's fairly pervasive. Um, you know, China has adopted Linux, uh, and there is that North Korean one. Although we're not really the sure Korean about Linux anything distro. that goes yeah, on if, in North Korea, <laughs> like that could just yeah, be propaganda from you that. know, <laughs> that could just be Microsoft propaganda, um, or somebody so, just made that distro that is just like kidding around and whatnot. I don't know. We never know. We never know. But with yeah. Russians' inclusion, we now complete the former communist bloc. <laughs> The trifecta. The, um, yeah. The communist uh, bloc trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, the allies in the UN, if you will. Um, but then, like, the other thing that struck me was these are nations that, um, these are nations that don't have a very good, like, human rights track record. Yeah. Um, uh, PR nightmare. It's a PR nightmare. Uh, yeah, to and, be... and yet. Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. No, yeah, yeah. yeah so, it's a PR nightmare to be involved in this country, and yet, uh, here we have Linux. Um, like the the original question was, is it is it helping or hurting? Um, the Linux, uh, the image of Linux. Like apparently, um, Linux people are not only like hackers that use wget to download shit illegally off of wide open web servers, but like now. Uh, Linux is also the thing that, um, communists that, love. Yeah. Woohoo, Reds. Says, so yeah, is it helping or hurting? Uh, the first question I want to throw at you is when we look at the entire open source philosophy or Linux philosophy, is there something underlying socialism? I mean, that something in there that attracts socialism or socialists in particular? Uh, yeah, I would imagine so, because it's like the sort of de, the, the decentralization of, um, software development, right? It's, it is the proletariat revolution, um, which is a good thing in a lot of ways, but 
Um, but like when it when, when it comes to say uh, when it comes to say China and the Tiananmen Square massacre, um, I like to make the distinction between um, like the socialist ideology and the leadership that led to the Tiananmen Square massacre, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because um, because the idea of like a not not a decentralized um. But the idea of having everybody do their part for the greater, like, for the greater stack, right? Like, the, the, the part, uh, the, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Um, the more parts you have, uh, the, the, the greater, the greater sum should be, right? Um, so, like, there's that idea and there is, um, you know, and, 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 and then there are the gulags, right? And I'd like to think mm-hmm. that we can make the distinction between those two facets of these nations. Mm-hmm. No, we're, I mean, let's just talk strictly about their ideologies. Because aside from that, well, I know one of the things I know about Marxism is that it's a daily revolution. And if you click at it this way, a rolling release is pretty much a daily revolution. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so Putin's like, you know what? That's what Stalin liked so much. So we should go for that. Like, like a rolling release is a daily revolution. We're going for the cutting edge. Mm, You have to contribute upstream and downstream as well. So just like, you know, everybody does their part. Everybody has to contribute. Everybody has to be part of that system inside it. So when you think about it, it's very... Leninist or Stalinist, right? <laughs> Part of communism. Yeah, it's, that, it's, that there's yeah, it's, it's got this very communist ideal to it. Um, but then, but but uh, but what I find interesting is uh, the the human rights records of these countries, um, and and how um, and how the GNU slash Linux. Uh, sort of mentality, sort of mindset has kind of transcend, not transcended, but allowed the coexistence of the two like warring ideologies in, um, in one in, in operating the Cold War system. era. Uh, yeah, like, like during the Cold War era, right? <laughs> right. You had, um, uh-huh. you had the, f- you had the free world and you had the communist bloc, right? So you had, all of the democracy places and you had all of the not non-democracy places, places. <laughs> and and th- and i know that this is really bad of me and and um very like uh what's it very, very postmodern, like where i define something by saying what it isn't um so it's this <laughs> and not that but um but the one thing that i really like about linux and the gnu slash linux like uh mindset philosophy sort of underpinning is it manages to embody this idea of freedom while at the same time maintaining that sort of um socialist sort of ideal where you have everybody contributing their part for the greater good but managing to do it in such a way that the individual liberties of each user and each uh, developer contributor is respected. Um, so seeing that we have these two great ideas, uh, why 
why do the tyrants embrace the freedom of Linux? Like there's this weird cognitive disconnect for me. Well, because I guess I guess the simple description and explanation is because no malware, no no spad 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 spyware, no spyware, yeah, no no spyware, and that's the thing that like like curtains are being drawn up again. The iron curtains are being drawn up again. They don't want to be. Uh, th- they don't want anybody peeking into what they're happening. The next great battlefield of World War Three might not be and will be of course be won by boots on the ground but to be able to put boots on the ground you must win cyberspace so they're putting up their iron curtain in that aspect so again we still don't know fine he says use Linux, uh, don't use osx and apple uh well he putin said windows, windows. right yeah windows, windows specifically well, it was did he one say of their lawmakers and, or whatever yeah, but did he specifically say they're going to use Linux or they're going to make their own Linux-based distribution? It's probably their own Linux-based distribution. I should have read more. Yeah, and I, I have a feeling that they're going to make their own. Of course, they're not going to go with the GPL licenses and GNU and all that. Like Spalman when he sees it. Really? They they have to because it's the, it's, it's the, uh, it's, it's the license. I have a feeling they'll just go Unix. That's expensive. Like straight Unix is expensive. Yeah, shit. they won't. Yeah, yeah, they won't. They won't push with that. Corora. <laughs> I'm just throwing names <laughs> out there, but like, I have a feeling that they'll interpret it in their own way. We haven't seen it yet. I'm not sure. Yeah, they'll, Maybe that's they'll something probably we build have. it. They'll probably build like a Linux distro from the ground up or something. Mm-hmm. Like Lenin OS or something would be amazing. By the way. <laughs> Oh, the, the, uh, wait. Yeah, it looks like they're going to be building their own Linux distribution. There you go. They're going to be building their own Linux distribution, which means we should put it up for third world treatment. Uh, I know we're going to get tagged <laughs> by the CIA once we do that. <laughs> like, okay, uh, we're going to get, like, I, I can see it now. We're going to apply for passports to the United, not passports, like visas to the United States, and we're going to be like, you're communist scum. <laughs> <I'm pretty sure. laughs> like we're gonna be in the no-fly zone, and but I don't know. Kidding aside, um, what I want to see, or what what I find really interesting is what you said. Linux gives absolute freedom of what you want to do, and then uh, the, these North Korea, Russia, China, they use that freedom to create to or, or to create distributions that will serve their communist purposes or was that too extreme uh socialist purposes i guess right well there was that uh well um that that actually brings up something weird right uh you have you have the freedom in linux that's being used for stuff that is generally not very freedom respecting yeah is that is, is that Stallman approved? <laughs> there, there you go. Just a thought. Yeah, there you go. That that's where the problem lies for me. Is that Stallman approved or what? Right, like if you use the freedom of open source software to build the Great Firewall of China, is is that morally permissible given the um, given the openness of the system? Mm-hmm. You know, if we consider say. The, 
who's that philosopher? Ah, oh, I forgot. The Leviathan. If, if, <laughs> if Richard Stallman is the Leviathan, <laughs> who will smash the resistance. Wait, was that? Yeah. <laughs> because, I don't know, on, on the, on, on the spectrum of like political philosophers, I would think that like Stallman is more of a Rousseau. Oh, JJR, JJR. Like a, like a Hobbes. He isn't, he isn't a Hobbes. He's more of a Rousseau. He's more of a noble savage kind of person. Like. Mm. (laughs) Then John O'Bacon, John O'Bacon is Emmanuel Kant or something. (laughs) Oh, not, not, not John O'Bacon. Who's, who's Ubuntu founder? Uh, Mark Shuttleworth. Yeah. Adam Smith, baby. Uh, I should have my, my, uh, philo- philosophical thought notes with me. Political <laughs> thought with me. Would have been great. But yeah, um, at the end of the day, well, not at the end of the day. The interesting thing for me is precisely that they, we're about freedom, Linux, and they're embracing it. And I guess it's a testament to how free Linux can be. Heck, there's a Rebecca Black distro. I was listening to System AU earlier and they were like, oh, on DistroWatch, Rebecca Black distro has been updated. Like, really now? (laughs) (laughs) A Rebecca Black distro. Interesting. So I was like, okay then. That's how free it is. Somebody who can sing about Saturdays. Oh, Fridays. Oh yeah, you sang about Friday. Has their own Linux distro. Why not? Hitler's, uh, not Hitler's, why not neo-Nazis? Why not, heck, Vladimir Putin, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's a, it's an interesting, like, uh, it's just, it's, it's pretty much been bugging me the whole day. This, this, this moral question. Um, and like, is, is there an inherent morality in the operating system? That you use, um, hmm. because like, like, like personally, I I wouldn't think that there should be one, you know, uh, because technology is a tool, and an operating and and the operating system is a layer of the technology stack, and that's like part of the tool. So, um, and and tools are morally neutral, right? Like, yeah, a hammer is neither ethical nor unethical. Yeah, but then you start. But but then um but then something that is big in the Linux not not Linux but something that's big with the Free Software Foundation is the um, sort of inherent immorality of um, non-free operating systems, right? Like like uh, Windows doesn't respect users' freedom, um, you know. Uh, OS OS X doesn't respect users' freedom. Um, Whereas GNU slash Linux, well, not GNU slash Linux, but like, uh, 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 what's a Stallman approved distro? Uh, Arch? No, no, because Arch has non-free software in the repository. Um, shit, Debian isn't Stallman approved. I, I, I cannot off the top of my head think of a, think of a distribution that Stallman approves of. Like, I, I, no I, idea. I can see yeah. their logo. I can see their logo in my head and I can see their distro watch page. I just can't remember the name. Um, and and that's supposed to be the morally permissible distribution, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then, if you take a distribution like that and use it to disrespect the freedom of internet users in the People's Republic of China, um, what does that say about 
the inherent morality of the distribution. But uh, that's the thing about about this topic, I guess, is that for me, I don't think distributions are capable of moral decisions <laughs> or ethical decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know. Uh, I think it's a immoral decision for some of my drivers to not work properly, but <laughs> all else, <laughs> all the blame is on me, the end user. Like again, it's been my philosophy, time in memorial, not, not really time in memorial, but ever since I got into Linux this much, and with regard to systems, software, operating systems, and computing in particular, or machines, systems don't have faults because they don't do anything. It's the people who built it or the people who use it, they're the ones who will make errors. Yeah, so, um, Right, so 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 going by that, the immorality um, of say a Windows 10 that spies on its users, the uh, the immorality of that comes from the executive who decided to put that, or or the not not the uh, comes from the person who decided to include that sort of feature. And person here being a natural person and not like a juridical person, but like yeah. the agency of a human being that said, yes, we will put tracking software. We will software. put that tracking software there and we will not say that there's tracking software there and we will not be able and, and we won't let our users disable that tracking software. So the morality of um, a Stallman approved Linux distribution or let, let, let's... Let's just say that we, we remove, uh, we remove Linux and in this weird parallel universe, all of a sudden we have like the GNU herd kernel and, um, you know, and, and, and we have this completely free, like, uh, Stallman approved software stack. Um, so the, the morality there would come from the decisions that were put into building the software stack. Because mm-hmm. you can't blame the software stack alone. You can't be absolute a la uh, Wesleyan. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can't be absolute. That It's just the, the distro alone. No, you can't. You need to have uh, 99 uh, repositories. Uh, <laughs> kidding aside, metaphors aside. Yeah, you can't, you can't blame the distro alone or the system alone, but you have to find how people built that system. That, that's, that's in it for me. That's why I think not necessarily OS X is evil because I think there's inherent good in him. Your <laughs> Unix, you're supposed to be the like. <laughs> not you were join the chosen them. one. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, not join them, but he's joining them. Like, yeah, if yeah, I may yeah. well, speak in Tagalog out of anguish, mas masahol pa siya sa Windows ang puta. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> like it's worse than Windows fair, now. Yeah. Well, but then, but then to be fair though, like, um, Unix is a non-free piece of shit. Um, the thing with, the, the <laughs> thing that OS, OS X did was build on top of, uh, B, the, the BSD. Yeah. So like that's, you know, there's, there's, yeah. there's, there's also a distinction there. Um, yeah, but, but, but going back, <laughs> going back, we can't blame distros. We can't blame software. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's always it's always the agency behind the software that makes the yeah makes it's it always evil. the agency behind the yeah the, the agency behind the software 
but um going with the premise that uh that like Microsoft and or that that Microsoft Windows is um is is non-free and therefore immoral right or mm-hmm. unethical is the word that um that that Stalman. the FSF likes to use oh, okay. yeah it's like unethical software um yeah i guess morality is sort of a uh, uh, a terrible word to use because morality involves like human agency but um but so does ethics right but like you have an yeah. ethical product and if you take an ethical product and use it unethically that's on the person that's using it but then what yeah. does that say about the person that originally created it mm. like is like say for example um uh now this is actually like a really horrible train of thought to go down because um it's it's exactly what's being used against um torrents as a, a means of distribution and because yeah. like apparently the islamic state uses shit like telegram like telegram is a bad thing um yeah but in true third world linux fashion let's go there (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i I guess i guess my point Uh is i don't like the idea that you have um ethical and unethical software um but then at the same time i do like the idea that you have ethical software (laughs) again another uh, this is another part of like our episode last week I don't think that ethics is the proper ter- ethical is the proper term to use. It's as simple as says it has free, it has non-free software. Or proprietary, I think is the ter- is the proper term used. Because I don't I, it's as simple as I don't think distros don't say racist things. It will never say racist things even though there's a racist distro, but <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not going to go on its own to sprout Racial slurs. Somebody has to program it to do it that way. Yeah, the, again, the agency. Hmm. So at the end of the day, I think it doesn't matter who uses it or how it's being used. What matters, I guess, is that we're having fun. (laughs) (laughs) And dear listener, if you are having fun, head over to channel14.com for podcasts and stuff. Uh, check out our Twitter. We are at Third World Linux on the tweet servers. I'm trying out the new spiel. Okay. <laughs> Bear with me. We are we are at Third World Linux at the Twitter sphere and channel ch four. What? Uh, wh- what are we in Twitter? The channel fourteen one at ch fourteen. Ch fourteen, right? Yeah, yeah. Ch fourteen. Yeah, at ch fourteen. Uh, check out the other shows at channel fourteen. We just I did. Uh, yeah. Uh, available on Torrent Radio Norm. <laughs> Ep- a season one. Okay. Like, I actually want to change it. Uh-huh. I-, I actually want to change it. Instead of calling it season one, like Chronicle One or Broadcast One or something. Or Book One or something, right? Or Book One. Yeah. Instead of going libro, man. Like the, the transcripts and stuff. But. Yeah. <laughs> diba? But uh, wait, so who's got have... time for that? We don't got time for that. <laughs> I have a summer coming up. Um, so <laughs> there's that. Um, there's no, there's Jobber Talk. Mm, what else? Are, what else do we have? Jobber Talk. Just no. I mean, did he release a hype episode for uh, the upcoming PWR? No. No idea. Okay. Um. What 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 is it that we have? Uh. Because because right now, um. Right now we have we have us around Monday. We have 
Bodega Nights sporadically on Wednesday. We have Radio Norm every other Thursday and Jobber Talk every other Saturday. And so far, that's like our list of podcasts. Mm-hmm. And on the YouTubes, what's happening? Fuck if I know. <laughs> okay, let's track how many times I'm gonna say I should upload or post the live Bodega Nights we did like three months ago. How many times have been? <laughs> how many weeks have I been saying that and I haven't done it yet? And pretty <laughs> sure with my schedule this week, it's not gonna be up there. <laughs> Yeah. Um so until uh, until next week keep on linuxing and do things for fun and for love. Made it this far. This is the off tangent section. Hello, off tangenters. My brain hurts. Yeah, because you're the one who said, "Oh, we should talk about philosophy of this." And like, how many ums are we gonna have there? Like, the drinking game for that episode should be every time Jao uh, ums and every time Ag tries to prolong a word. <laughs> <laughs> the you know that yeah. uh, the uh, well uh. Um, uh, yeah right right so, if all the drinking game for that show is that one yeah and like there really wasn't very much of like a coherent topic which is a philosophy class pretty much <laughs> but then again ah, you know dude. the things we do it's fun it was fun and I like how we concluded it we're having fun so should they <laughs> They're enjoying Linux, so uh, we're enjoying Linux. So should they. That's how freedom it, it, it how that's how free it is. That's how freedom. Know. Anyway, works. this is the off, yeah. This is the off tangent section. Speaking of Korea, it's not. Um, I, I I might head to Korea not for um gaming purposes as much as I want it to be, but if I could will be able to score a talk there, talk about photography here in the Philippines. Oh, dude, you should totally do that. Of course. <laughs> Like, like I prepare will that totally talk. Do that. Yep. You should totally prepare that talk. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and if if that doesn't go well, and I find myself having extra money, I might book a flight there. Cause uh, yeah, you should go totally do the, that as well. Yeah, <laughs> for the Cebu Zine Fair. Huh. Uh, you haven't? Did you? Uh, well, technically, you're studying, so you probably don't know much of the punk scene anymore. But there's apparently a Zine Fair happening there in April or May. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, the only I time that I actually <laughs> like the only time I actually like do anything with the punk scene anymore is during the anniversary of yeah, SR the, yeah during A? the SRA anniversary yeah SRA Sinulog uh, it's, during the Sinulog yeah it's around Sinulog really. yeah it's around Sinulog like the, the the Saturday before or something or the week before so like yeah the Saturday before Sinulog is uh, or the week before I can't remember is the SRA anniversary and like they usually have foreign bands come in or at the very least like some of the people from or some of the bands from like Davao and stuff yeah because that's the thing I like about Cebu because Imperial Manila anyway because <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I kind of find it fun like the moment I told some people and like the curator yesterday I was like uh, one of the things I'm having difficulty with here in Philippines and writing about Philippine photography is just so hard to gather the islands 
and it doesn't help that we have 400 extra islands so like yeah. 400 islands just got discovered and i was like okay we're now 7507 you gotta be kidding me right and we can't even unite the first 7000 heck we can't even unite three regions properly <laughs> so uh, and then all and then it came that oh there's a cebu zine fair and then my girlfriend just uh came from cebu and apparently they brought home some postcards uh a postcards like from the 90s of Cebu photos, it's, you can buy it as a stack in two volumes. I'm like, uh, not, not Cebu, I mean Baguio photos. And I was like, wait a minute, who is the photographer? So I'm like, I'm going to do a special feature write up on that one. Just analyzing those images and how it came about. That's actually so, interesting, huh? Like, exactly. I was like, what the hell? Of, yeah. This exists. And it was in the 90s. Like it was published. It was, the first print uh, was around 92 and yeah. it was in two, two, two stacks of two, boxes full of postcards like probably 40 pieces of postcards by uh, Ruel Tafalia if I'm if my memory is not betraying me and my girlfriend was mm. like yeah just get back here take pictures of it and analyze it like do the thing do the thing you do I'm like okay then yeah do that thing you do breaking my heart all right um <laughs> what else my battery uh, the battery on uh, my Android phone, right? Died. Or on the my phone, A919i. It it uh, it died, but it died in a spectacular fashion. It bloated. Ooh. That's kind of dangerous. It is very dangerous. <laughs> yeah. That's where people would burn ears and shit you see in social media. <laughs> yeah, dude. It went like... <clears throat> and I was like, what the fuck was that? And it's like, oh, shit, it's my phone. Ah. <laughs> it died in, in in a most spectacular fashion. Michael Bay would have been proud. Yeah. Ah, China-made phones, dude. Yeah. Why does that happen, though? Like, why do they, like... Overheat? Like, bloat. I think... I have a feeling it's overheat. Like, overcharging or something? Like, it's really Was weird. it plugged in when it blew up? No. So it's not overcharging. Or it might have been. And it blew the charger off it because i don't remember seeing it plugged in mm, i have i i don't know we should probably snopes or wikipedia it up <laughs> ever since joem told me it's pronounced wikipedia i'm like uh well he's I wrong can't, i can't he's wrong yeah it's wikipedia was it joem yeah w- probably not joem because I, I wouldn't i wouldn't think that he would make right probably because when you have the letter i in any Polynesian, in, in, when you have the letter I in Polynesian languages, it's pronounced as E, not I. And wiki comes from a Hawaiian word. Mm, but right? it's not, it's not, the, the root word is not wiki. The root word, why they did it is, it's why, then then they, I think they just add key because it sounds nice. Wikipedia, because encyclopedia, right? So instead, Wikipedia or something. I don't know. That's the backstory if, I, if I'm not mistaken on that one. And so I'm looking up, I'm looking up wiki on, uh, on Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, wiki software, blah, blah, blah. All right, history. Eh, history. Do, 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 do. Web wiki was, uh, da, 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 da. No, no, it's talking about the wikis that implementations, security. Because my understanding of it is it is a, it was a Hawaiian word, which meant something like, uh, yeah, like 
uh, yeah, something you thought it was just random amalgamation of words. It actually meant something like Ubuntu. Never know Ubuntu meant anything. And then it's like, oh, okay, it means that. Yeah, it's like a philosophy of, it's like the South African philosophy of like togetherness and unity or something. Hence the, uh, what's it? Hence their desktop environment. Hence their logo. That was, that, that fucking blew my mind when I saw Ubuntu's logo. And I saw like, uh, the, the, those, those clay, those little clay, um, there's like this clay thing that you see in South Africa. Yeah. Which is like, uh, figure, figure of people like holding hands in a circle or something. And yeah. that was like the basis of the Ubuntu logo. Fucking blew my mind. Okay. Um, the developer of the first wiki software originally described it as the simplest online database that could possibly work. Wiki is a Hawaiian word meaning quick. Okay, so... So oh, it's okay, a quick then. encyclopedia. So it's not Wikipedia, it really is Wikipedia. Yeah, what's the what's the Filipino word for seven? It's not Paito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Pito. Yeah. Would have been nice if it's Paito. <laughs> <laughs> but then if it's Paito, that would mean um, it would be 6.28. Yeah. Which is 2 pi, though. 2 pi. Um, what was... Not Tupai is uh there's actually a term for Tupai. Um Sigma Okay, I'm gonna look that I'm gonna look that up as well. <laughs> is it a math thing? Because I'm I'm not just I, I can't be trusted in math things. Tau. There, Tau. Tau is Tupai. Right? Because Tupai is used in like a whole bunch of equations. And there's like this argument that um that, that we shouldn't be teaching pi, but we should be teaching tau. Meh. Huh? <laughs> math <laughs> math yeah uh, speaking of math and numbers norm invited me to a like hey there's a wolf of wall street theme party happening uh you should totally it looks go like a bad yeah it's, <laughs> yeah no it's like it's a bad idea we should go and i was like it's my girlfriend's birthday i'm not gonna go and i have work on saturday and on monday and and Sunday. I mean, I have work on Friday and on Sunday. I was like, not gonna go. Hmm. So, I'm not sure. He should put through and see if they have midgets and cocaine. <laughs> so, I would have loved not a Wolf of Wall Street theme party. What's the? I would have loved a Wall Street party, as in greed is good and all that jazz. Yeah. What was the um? What's the politically correct term? Little people, right? If no anything, idea. that sounds more like. At least I, to me. Yeah, honestly, I have no idea. Because I think midget is a colloquial term, right? It's not scientific or... Well, right? Huh. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't know. If it's if, if we're going by the the scientific name, it's probably like... Dwarfism. Really weird. Isn't it? No, not even. Huh. I'm going to look that again, up. <laughs> yeah, we are talking... Again, this is the off-tangent section where we talk about things we certainly have no freaking clue about. <laughs> yeah, but apparently it's like a it's an offensive term, midget, right? Like, um, because is it? Oh, it comes from I'm the word. Sorry, my, it comes my, from yeah. the word. Um, it comes from the word midge, which is uh, a sandfly. Um, so yeah. Okay then, uh, I, I would apologize for my ignorance. Yeah, dwarfism. Um, while not a medical term, it has been applied to persons of unusually short stature. The medical condition is dwarfism. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. But then, but then again, like it isn't. Uh, it's, 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 it's weird, right? With the, the proliferation of the different Englishes of the world. How, like, um, how, how a single word, uh, can be extremely offensive in one country and the exact same word in the exact same language 
doesn't have the same or not the exact same language but in a different dialect of the same language has like no offensive connotation whatsoever so again like the word midget um that that's how the that's how your um that's how your high school described the 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 kids basketball team right yeah midgets right so like yeah like midgets so for more mosquitoes and then juniors yeah those are the divisions yeah yeah the division there um so like it doesn't have the same derogatory sort of uh connotation here exactly so like it's weird it's weird <laughs> <laughs> language is a weird language is a weird and wonderful thing um that's why you enjoy it so much yeah just to, like to our, you. Uh, weird and wonderful <laughs> <laughs> to our South American listeners, apparently, um, yeah, to our South American listeners, mamon is like a delicious snack here. <laughs> Wait, what does it mean to South America? Bosoms? I'm guessing it's bosoms. <laughs> a delicious <laughs> snack. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like it's it's a it's a it's a delicious snack. I, I really like that. I really like mamon. It's a it's, it's a good like little kick. It's good with coffee. <laughs> Amazing with coffee. Yeah, so um, like I'm I'm sorry if I offended anybody from Mexico. <laughs> Wait, what does it mean? Mm-hmm.